listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. We hope this message encourages and inspires you today. Pastor Ariel mentioned already about my family. Um, I'm blessed to be married to my beautiful wife. She's here today. 22 years married to Malu. And uh, God's blessed us with two children. By the way, uh, they were miracle children because those were two difficult pregnancies. The first one, Daniel, was a threatened abortion. And then Allison was, Malu had placenta previa to Talis. And during that time, I could remember, we would bring her here to Alabang, to the hospital here. We lived there. She was actually born here, my second. You know, there, that was a time where it seemed so impossible. And we found out that there was actually someone, a, a very prominent person who died because of that same condition. And so it brought so much fear and concern in our hearts. But you know what? I'm just so thankful, you know, that and I look back, and they were born November, December. Every time we celebrate Christmas, kasama yun sa Christmas tradition namin, remembering how good God is. Remembering how faithful God is. Hindi po sadness na inaalala namin or the drama, but we remember the triumph and the victory that God has brought into our lives. And I believe that's what God's going to do in your life. I believe this is a season, and let me prophesy it, over you today. I believe this is a season that God is going to end the drama in our lives, in our family, in our nation, in the nations of the world, right? In social media. Come on now. I believe a time and season is coming when the church will rise up and we're going to begin to fight the real battle. That's what I'm going to talk about today. There's a real battle that if we're going to wage that war today, we're going to win it. And we're going to recall this. We're going to look back and say, wow, that was a dramatic 2020, 2021. Sino sa inyo, napaka-dramatic yung 2020, 2021, right? And I want to make a declaration today that that season is coming to an end. I want to make a faith declaration today that winter is almost over. Begin to pack up your clothes. Begin looking at your spring outfits. Come on now. Because springtime is coming. Pwede niyo masabihin through your mask, the person seated next to you, springtime is coming. Winter is over. Amen. Medyo nararamdaman yun na, di ba? Alam niyo na, pag medyo palamig, linalabas yun na yung medyo pang yung clothes niyo. But you know what? When you're sensing from the Spirit of God that there's something new that He's about to do, we align with that. And today we're going to look into God's Word. And if you can stand on your feet with me. We're going to read in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. If you have your Bibles with you, please do open it to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And we're going to read a few verses, not all of them. All right? But you can read them at home. And I know you're familiar with this story about Jehoshaphat's prayer. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to verse 4. After this, everyone say, after this. The Moabites and Ammonites and with some of the Meonites came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea and from beyond. And there, 
there are in Hazazon Tamar, that is En Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord. I want you to underline that in your Bibles. Highlight that in your, your phones or whatever digital device that you have. That's important. And proclaimed the fast throughout all Judah. Verse 4. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. And all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Verse 20. We're going to jump to verse 20. And they arose early in the morning and went into the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were, who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire. And they went before the army and say, since it's Thanksgiving, let's all say this together. Give thanks to the Lord for the steadfast love, his steadfast love endures forever. In verse 22, and when they began to sing and praise the Lord, set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and the Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so, so that they were routed. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Lord, that even at this moment as we're praying, faith is rising up in the house. Lord, faith is rising up in our homes. Even as we watch this, whether online or here in this room, we know that you're stirring up our faith to expect and believe that that new season is coming. A season of breakthrough, a season of you know, new beginnings, a new hope. Lord, we, we're going to rise up in the morning tomorrow and we're going to embrace the mercies of God because they'll be new every morning. And we want to declare today that you're turning our mourning into dancing, our sorrows. Times of rejoicing is coming. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We said with a smile, amen and amen. I can see your smiles through your mask. Go ahead and take your seats. Praise God. Aisna. How many of you believe na yun palang di ba? Word palang ni Lord. Binasa palang natin. Ayus na. We're good to go. Amen. How many of you are built up every time you're filled with the Word of God? And you come to this place, you worship God with His Word. You're built up. Your faith is strengthened. Amen. God wants to strengthen us with His Word today. You know why? Because there are battles that we tend to face. And how many of you have noticed na parang biglaan yung mga battles that come? How many of you notice that when these battles come, they come suddenly? 2020 started explosive. Of course, after the firecrackers and all of that, hearing about the Al explosion, I'm sure many of us here were concerned. Aabot ba dito yung explosion, yung eruption? Then to be followed with COVID, you know, as I mentioned these things, I know it's bringing back some traumatic memories. I don't want to leave you at that. Because I want you to know that it is okay to remember these things because it is these things that we will be leaving behind. Because a fresh new season is coming into our lives. Amen. 
All of a sudden, in the story of Jehoshaphat, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, suddenly, crisis comes. Scripture says in verse 1, after that. Ano kayo ibig sabihin ng after that? There was stability already. They, already. they were already victorious. There were spiritual reforms, religious reforms that are happening in Judah. And all of a sudden, the enemies come. How many of you know sometimes when we're, we feel like there's so much victory, biglang may dadating lang na, you know, there's something that's going to come and challenge us. Here, a coalition of forces, the Moabites, Ammonites, Neonites, came together against Judah. And description sa kanila, a great multitude. How many of you felt that even if you were not facing a great multitude, just that little problem feels so overwhelming? I can remember at one point when I was a student leader, back in LB, we were campus missionaries there. And we were beginning to see the move of God in the campus. One morning, we received, all of us leaders begin to receive, wala pa kasing social media ng panahon na yun eh. Pero yung bashing through red letter campaign. And we would get these red letters that we would open and they would say so many bad things about us. They would say we're taking money from the offering and, you know, this person, that person is having an immoral whatever with each other. And it, as, as we received that, we felt so oppressed. And it felt as if multitudes were against us. When I get home, hindi lang sa dorm namin, sa apartment namin, sa campus na receive yun. But when I got home, another letter just like that came to us. So iisipin nyo, matagal na pala yung mga bashers. Of course, I'm putting an age now. I'm, I'm beginning to sound old to you. But you know what? These things, even in social media, when they start coming, it seems like a multitude and a weight that has come before you. Crisis has come. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it when the doctor begins to say there's COVID or you tested positive for COVID or you find out from the doctor's report na may cancer ka? These all come in so suddenly. What will we do? Here for Jehoshaphat, the army that they were about to come against, it was not months away. It was not weeks away. It was just a few miles away, about 25 miles away. And they were about to arrive the next day. So they didn't have time to consult their generals. They don't have time to consult so many people. But Jehoshaphat knew. He learned from his mistakes in the past. And he knew at this particular point. What he needed to do. You want to know what he, he did? How many of you want to know what ensured his victory in battle that day? How many of you would like to hear about that today? What do you do when you're put in a desperate situation like this? When the battle is brought to your doorstep. Marami sa atin yung doorstep natin, pagbukas nyo ng, ng online banking nyo, biglang ubus na pala. O may overdraft pa. Right? 
Alam niyo may overdraft yung nag, ano kayo ng cheque pero sumobra yung yung dinagay niya sa cheque na ubos nag-negative pa dun sa account yun. You were charged a certain percentage dahil tumalbog yung cheque. It's these problems that come at our doorsteps. What do we do about it? And I'm, I'm telling you today that there's a way to overcome. I'm telling you today that there's a way for us There's a fight that we need to fight. There's a battle we need to fight. That if we fight the right battle, we're going to win in that battle. Amen. So you have a choice, everyone. When it comes to crisis, what will you do? Diba marami sa atin, pag may hinaharap tayong problema, we can either fight it or you can flee from it. Yung nilang fight or flight. Usually in dangerous situation, your adrenaline begins to pump, right? Pag may dinadaan kang problema, your adrenaline begins to pump. When, when someone says an abusive word in your home, biglang may, biglang all of a sudden, one of your siblings begins to say something that's so offensive, your adrenaline begins to rise up, right? And you feel like you want to lash back. You want to fight back. You want to say bad words. You want to you return whatever they said to you times two. Alright? But is that really the battle we need to face? Facebook whistleblower, her name is Frances Hodgen, said when she was being interviewed by the New York Times and Time Magazine and 60 Minutes, she would say that, sabi niya, reveal niya, sabi niya, you know what, this is my problem with Facebook and it needs, sabi niya, it needs to be regulated. And she said, Facebook programming or algorithms is programmed to put the post right in front of you that would create anger. That would incite anger and would incite, you know, yung parang gusto mo lumaban. How many of you feel nowadays that you feel like you just want to fight? Dati ka naman peace-loving. Dati ka naman tahimik. Pero for some reason, do you know some people like that? Na dating parang peace-loving, napaka-tahimik. They're so quiet and all of a sudden, they're the ones that are most noisy on social media. Because she said that's what it, that's what it is. She said, the most engage, engagement that we get in social media are those posts that stir up anger in people. And when people get on and they engage, there's more advertisers. And with more advertising, there's more money. And sad to say, many of us go on and, and play along with all of these triggers in the world and we begin to fight the battle we're not supposed to fight. Tell the person next to you, you're not supposed to fight that battle. Pastor Ariel, I, I would share this story several times, maybe in the couple's retreat of a time in my life when my family was separated. My parents were separated for 21 years. I say they were because God did a miracle and brought them back together. But I don't have time to share all of that. 
But I do have time to share about the instance when I had the opportunity to be with my mom in New York. She let me study in some, some schools in New York. And there was this one school in the west side of New York. Medyo hindi ganong ka safe yung area na yun. I was riding the subway that day. And for many years, I was riding that subway train. I would go through that same 16th Street, 6th Avenue station. And when I would go into that station, everything would be fine. But one day, all of a sudden, there were, there were these guys approaching me. I think they were wearing something like this. They were wearing black, black trench coats, black jackets. And it felt like this human wall was surrounding all over. You know, they were just surrounding me. In this platform, I was with two others. And when I was looking for those two other friends, wala na sila. They knew that the danger was there. Mas matindi yung street smarts nila. And they started running. When danger came, when crisis came, they, they left. But I had no choice. I was pressed down, uh, you know, at the corner. So what would... What would an Asian-looking guy do in a situation like that? What would... Kasi nga, dila, pag, pag Asian ka dun sa United States, they think you know karate, you're a black belter. You know kung fu, you know all the martial arts. So you know what I did? That day, I decided to fight. Yeah. Pero I didn't know how to fight. I didn't know kung fu. I, I had no black belt... I had no experience in that. But all I knew was, yung mga pinanood ko, karate kid. <laughs> I would watch Bruce Lee. So kinumbine ko lahat yun. And, and I kid you not, I dropped my backpack. That was after school. And I struck a pose. Pero with a shout, Hayidwa! And guess what happened? Right at that instant, I get a kick in the back. I fall on the floor. Multiple blows to my head. They tried to pick me up throw, to throw me in the subway tracks. I was at a platform. And as I was looking back in hindsight, sabi ko, Lord, kasi Christian ako. I was a new Christian during that time. Lord, bakit ba nangyari to? Why did you allow this? And you know what God told me? You could have died that day, but I spared you. Remember when those blows were hitting your head, you hardly felt anything. I'm not kidding you. I could hardly feel those blows on my head. When I had a check in the doctor, wala sila makita. Meron naman, may brains. But you know, they, they couldn't see any, <laughs> any injury. He said, I, I could have, you could have fallen into the tracks because the train was about to come. I spared you that day. I gave you the strength to so, sort of stop that push. You couldn't have stopped them. There were two guys. But for some reason, you were able to stop because I was there. I felt the angels and the presence of God were there to help me that day. To fight for me. You see, even if we made mistakes and we've tried to fight our own battles... I want you to know God has always been there to shield us, to fight for us, even though how much more 
if we recognize that his presence is here with us. So you can do two things. We're, we're going to try to get some points here across to you so we can take this home today. We can either fight or fly away. Like my friend said, by the way, my friends ko, nagka, mas nagka-black eye pa daw sila. Nang tumakbo sila. Parang nanggigil yata nang tumakbo sila. Or we can do what Jehoshaphat did. What did he do? Verse 3, it says there, Then Jehoshaphat was afraid. How many of you, when crisis come, you're afraid? And he set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord from all the cities of Judah. And they came to seek the Lord. I know when you, we talk about this particular verse, you remember fasting, right? It's right around the corner. But I believe that you can have your breakthrough sooner than that. I believe you can have your answered prayer sooner than that next season. It only happens during a part, some part of the year. No, it can happen this November. It can happen November. It can happen this December. It can still happen for you this year. Three times in these two verses alone, the word seek comes up. In verse 12, it says there, sorry, in the verses we've read in 2 Chronicles 20, three times it was mentioned. And in, in verse 12 as well, it says there, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You see, in the past, when I looked at the scripture, I tried to see what made him win the battle during that day. I always thought it was just about prayer. I'm sorry, just about worship. But I realized that it was more than that. It was a combination of things, but it started from somewhere. You see, when facing impossible situations, keep your eyes on God. When facing impossible situations, I know it's hard because you want to flee. You want to fight. You want to look to other people's advice. But I want to challenge you in the next few days, the next few weeks. I want to challenge you in this next season. Instead of going to YouTube and trying to go find an expert for that particular issue that you have or go to a master class before doing that, I want you to keep your face on the Lord. Seek God. And like what I said, Jehoshaphat was not always like that. Just a few chapters before 2 Chronicles 20, we see that Jehoshaphat was what? He made alliance with Ahab. He thought the way for him to earn victory and gain respect of the people is to ally with this ungodly, ungodly man. And he learned his lesson well. Destruction came upon them. But this time he knew that he had to keep his eyes on the Lord. Look at the person next to you. and Keep your eyes. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Why seeking God sometimes or keeping your eyes on the Lord seemingly the last resort when crisis or problems come? Have you ever wondered that? 
Narinig niyo na ba yung mga tao na sinasabi nila, Oh, we've done everything. We've done everything we can. All we can do now is pray. Parang malungkot pa siya Oh, we've, we've attempted everything. We've given every solution out there. Oh, all we can do now is pray. Tapos may nag-respond, Oh, has it come to that? Could this be the reason why so many of us are so tired and ready to give up in the battle? You see, it takes so much energy to fight these battles physically and emotionally. Let's try to fix this approach in the next few weeks, next few days, guys. Are you ready to do this? This is only going to work when we do this together, as you're going to see later on. So what happens when we keep our eyes on God? Just a few things we need to remember. If you're writing down notes, here's what happens when we keep our eyes, when we fix our focus, when we keep looking at the, to the Lord. Number one, we remember God's goodness. Sorry, we remember God's greatness. Verse 5 tells us, And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. See, Scripture says something happens when God's people enter His presence and seek Him. Let me say it again. Scripture tells us that something happened when God's people, whether you're here in this room or online in your bedroom, in your kitchen, in your sofa, something happens when God's people come together and seek Him. Pastor, yeah, I think something's going to happen in that Thanksgiving coming together, some of these leaders and our volunteers coming together. Something's going to happen there. We have to be expectant. Nasanay na tayo sa bad news, di ba? I tell you, that's what sells. That's why there's a lot of it. But I tell you, there's more good news that is in store for you and me. Amen? There's a new day. There's a new season coming in. You see, we're mutually encouraged when we come together. We're mutually hearing the Word of God. It's one thing to read the Word of God at home. How many of you read the Bible every day? I love that. It, we need to encourage ourselves. I pray in the Spirit every day. I worship on my own. But there's something that happens when God's people come together. When we worship God together in a room like this. I know that the sound gets absorbed and sometimes it can get quiet. But something is happening in the, in the Spirit when we're worshiping together. When we seek the Lord together. When we cry out in desperation and say, God, move in our midst. Move in my life. Have you prayed that desperate prayer? Or you still have all the extra solutions that you're pulling out because we have all these expert opinions about how to solve your problem. I tell you, our problems, that the problems we face, just like yung red letter campaign, that's an ancient thing. You know, the devil's schemes are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And guess what? Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If He solved our issues in the past, He can solve it. If He solved our greatest problem of sin, He can solve your problem. 
You know what happens when you see, when you worship and you come and seek the Lord and you remember about what He has done? It results in humble praying. You see, Jehoshaphat, when he prayed and when he set his face to the Lord, he realized the greatness, the power of God. He remembered what he did in the past. Kaya ang ganda ng Bible, makikita natin yung ginawa ni Lord in the past. It's so nice hearing about testimonies. I love it when Pastor Ariel shared about testimonies of people getting healed. You know, whenever I hear something like that, of people, you know, breakthrough prayers that they even got more blessed during the pandemic than they did before that. You know, and when I hear something like that, it's good that it's being spoken about here. Answered prayers are being heard because every time I hear that, you know what I'm saying to myself? Lord, what God did for that person, you can do for me. And that's what Jehoshaphat was doing. He was saying, Lord, what you did to the people when they sought your face, when they were troubled, they were desperate. Jehoshaphat was referring to that dedication of the temple of Solomon. And when God, well, more of that in a moment. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm almost done. You see, we see our powerlessness, but we see in our powerlessness, the unlimited power of God. You know, when we heard about the bad news that Malu had placenta previa totalis, I don't know why. You know, I'm not the superhero, super faith guy, but somehow I was anchoring on the first child, on our, the first pregnancy that we had. We said, Lord, if you delivered us if you gave us that first miracle child eight years ago, you can do it again. And so we prayed, and guess what? Though we had to bring Malu through the hospital several, several times in the emergency room during the night, I was trusting and believing. I was looking to God, and I knew He's great, and He can do it. He can do it again. Ang tendency natin, pag may dinadaanan tayong problema, meron tayong tinatawag na discarte. Di ba? Better known as discartation. Mahilig tayo dumiskarte, di ba? Very ingenious yung Pilipino and we can try to solve problems with creativity. Guys, that's good. That's a good trait to have. But there's a better trait that we need all the more to resort to. And never give up in doing so. And that is continual reliance on the power of God in our lives. Amen. Amen. So, imagine. I heard, I heard uh, some of you are planning to go abroad during this Christmas season, right? How many of you are planning to travel? Then they go open in Japan, open in some, some places, and you're going to be flying that airplane I had the opportunity when, we brought my, when I brought my son to study in, in Virginia. I had an opportunity to ride on the plane. And every time when we're taking off, I don't know if you feel this, but when you're about to take off, you're kind of concerned. Will this airplane take, take off? Is there enough runway? <laughs> but wouldn't it be weird that you're in that airplane and because you're concerned if that plane will have a lift from that ground because you're so concerned 
you start flapping your wings. Ginagawa niyo ba yun sa loob ng aeroplano? Kaya pag nasa loob kayo ng, ng jeep, you're trying to, you're trying to, trying to help the vehicle. You see, that's how it is with God. When we try to help God, He has unlimited power. It is like that. It's like we're flapping our wings. We're trying to say, Lord, I can do it my way. I can th- do it through this way. God sees us trying to do it that way. It looks like us flapping our wings inside an airplane. So what else happens when we set our face on God? We remember His greatness. We also remember His promise. Verse 7, did you not, did you not, our God, drive out inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? And they have lived in it and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, if disaster comes upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before the house and before you for your name is in this house. We cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and you will save. Jehoshaphat's prayer calls to mind God's promise. That's what we need to do. But when we, we set our face on Him, we're reminded of His great power. We sing about that, right? We're reminded of His promise. There are about 4,000 promises in the Bible. And, and Scripture says in 1 Corinthians that they are yes and amen in Christ. They belong to you. God already said yes. Tell the person next to you, God's already saying yes to you. We just need to say amen. That part is important. We think that it's a good ending to a prayer, right? But it's really agreeing with God. God, this is what you're saying. You're saying when we seek you, when we come as an assembly, you're going to deliver us. Lord, I'm going to take your word for it. It's going to result in courageous praying. Courageous praying. Magiging kapalmoks tayo, kumbaga. Medyo kumapal yung moks ni, uh, ni Jehoshaphat that day. Parang ganun, di ba? Lord, parang pinapaalala niya kay Lord. Remember, ginawa mo yan. Baka nakakalimutan mo. Promise mo yan sa akin. You know, sometimes it's okay to recall the promises of God. Not in a blatant and, and, and proud way, but to come to God and say, Lord, I remember this promise. I remember the prophecy you've given to victory. Alabang. There's greatness in this house. I believe the word of the Lord to, to this church is you're going to rise in this next season. You're going to be stronger than you were before, declares the Lord. My spirit is upon you in a fresh new way. And you're going to see me move in signs and wonders and miracles. And you have not been mistaken to pray for miracles of healing. Because the Lord says, I'm going to bring healing upon you. I'm going to cause healing to flow through your life, declares the Lord. Come on, let's give God praise for that. You see, this is a time for us to to come to God and say, God, your promises are sure. Hebrews tells us that faith, you know, we receive the promise. How do we receive the promise? Can we go down to the Hebrews? Hebrews. Chapter 6, verse 12, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit 
the promise. How do we inherit the promise? Through faith and patience. Parang ba yung two oars yan dun sa rowboat? One is faith, the other is patience. We can't just have all faith without waiting on God. Right? We can't have just all patience and not having nothing to believe God for. That's why it's time for us to have those two. Diba pag isa lang yan, paikot-ikot lang tayo? Pero kailangan dalawa yan. Parang, parang kang, ano, diba? Para mag-move forward. And lastly, when we set our face on the Lord, when we seek God, what happens? We see His greatness. Yes, we're reminded of that. We're reminded of His promise, but we also rest in God's victory. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord and their little ones, their wives and their children, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph. I like that part. Because I'm realizing that when we rest in God, not only will we benefit from winning in this battle, the next generation will benefit from the battles we win today. How many of you know there's a battle that's waging for the next generation? They don't want God anymore. They want, they want convenience. They want to go after what will please them. But you know what? We're going to recapture this generation by us ourselves coming back to God, seeking God for ourselves, and winning the battle, not through the words, lashing out in words, lashing out in anger, but in worship unto God. Jehoshaphat, in verse 15, and he said, Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but... Listen to this. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not, you will not need to fight this battle. Stand firm. Hold your position. Say it with me. Stand firm. Hold your position. Just like when, when, when Moses, when God told Moses, be still. Hold your position. Be silent. You know, sometimes it's okay to be silent. It's okay to be still. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Go out tomorrow. Everyone say tomorrow. Kasi baka yung battle natin, pag magkakasama tayo dito, kayang-kaya natin together. Pero tomorrow, mag-isa na. Monday comes, Tuesday comes, and the battle comes. Guess what? You're going to need to go down with the Spirit of God, with the promises of God, with the presence of God, and with thanksgiving every single day to seize the battle, the victory for your life. Amen. So when you inquire of the Lord in prayer, He will reveal to you, this is not your battle, this is mine. This is not your battle. Oftentimes, it's not your battle. You know, this results in surrender. This, this results in worship. When you know that the victory is God's, you just worship. Ang sarap worship kanina, no? And I want to honor you for taking, taking the time out, honoring God and coming to this assembly because there's something spiritual that happens here. 
I believe that once we win the battles in the Spirit, we're going to begin to see it manifesting in victory each and every day in a tangible way in our lives on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come on now. So we got to surrender our marriage. We got to surrender our family. We surrender, you know, our struggles in school. Surrender our struggles at work. Church, this is not your battle. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Oftentimes, if you fight this battle, you'll lose it. But if you let the Lord fight this battle for you, you're going to win. This battle is not yours. It's the Lord. You see, if it's too big, it's not yours. If you're overwhelmed, and the number one knee-jerk reaction that you feel is fear, and you want to fight back, you want to do it in your own, that's a very sign that it's not your battle. When the, the soldiers arrested Jesus that day, Peter brought out his sword, struck the soldier on his ear. Jesus said, put that back. My victory comes through another way. He knew he had to do the will of God and die on the cross for each and every one of us so that not only he gets the victory, but each and every one of us gets the victory as well. Yes. Verse 20. And he rose early in the morning. This was Jehoshaphat. And went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. It's always a battle that comes tomorrow, right? Let me my heads up, say, Lord, there will be battles. Jesus said, you will have troubles on this planet. But you can take heart because I have overcome the world. As we end, I want us to go out and respond and not react in anger, in a fight, in trying to figure it out on our own. But I want us to come to God, lift it up to Him. Whatever faith, f- challenges that may be, financial challenges, we got to go out there. Believe the Lord, your God, and you will be established, just like Jehoshaphat said. And we had taken counsel from the people. He anointed those. Just a few more verses. Who were who were to sing to the Lord. Can you put the... Yeah, there you go. And they... Who were to sing to the Lord and praise Him in His holy attire as they went before the army and say, Give thanks to the Lord for His steadfast love endures forever. You see, church, when we set our face on the Lord, we understand that the battle is His. All you need to do is say, Lord, thank you in advance. Thank you in advance. I want to ask you this question. If you found out that somebody paid, has already paid your mortgage for the next 10 to 15 years, what are you going to tell that person? Sabimo, thank you in advance. What would we do if we found out that Jesus has already won the battle for us? We're going to thank Him in advance. Amen? We're going to come come to the Lord right now. We're going to thank Him in advance. We're going to reflect on His goodness and His greatness and His power. We're going to allow God to do that miracle in our lives today. You only need to be still.
Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Feel free to share this message with your friends too. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.victoryalabang.church.